Are you unhappy with your CPAP provider? Did you know you can easily switch providers right now? I'm Megan Giggling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. We are North Carolina's number one source for CPAP machines and supplies. Contact us today. We ship anywhere in North Carolina. If you're in need of a CPAP machine, supplies, a knowledgeable doctor, or a sleep study, Parkway has you covered. For information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. Breaking news, President Biden has made a surprise visit to Ukraine. We are going to take you live there. We have a statement from the president this morning. And it's a mild start across the viewing area this morning. We are on our way to a record high, one of the warmest days we've seen all year. I'll show you when to expect it. And it's a scramble to find rides to school this morning for some Triangle parents. The reason? More than half the transportation staff for Chapel Hill Carborough City Schools is not working and the buses aren't rolling. We'll be tracking the fallout from that for that school district. Mm -hmm. They do have school today, but Wake County, Durham Public Schools, Cumberland County Schools have the day off. Whatever your day is, we are here to get you started. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, we're getting things rolling here on Monday for a lot of folks. If you're up and with us, we appreciate it. <laughs> Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center. We're moving in that direction. Warm temperatures this week again. Yeah, really a repeat of last week where we started a little bit cool early in the week and really ramped up those temperatures by the end of the work week. Right now it is 49 degrees in the Triangle area. Our winds are southwest at 7 miles per hour, and it's that southwesterly wind that's going to gradually start to warm things up for us. By Thursday, we'll see the warmest day so far this year. This is a live look in downtown Raleigh at City Plaza when the sun comes up. We're going to see gray skies. Even though we're looking at a warming trend, it's gray this morning. We're going to have a disturbance that rolls through this afternoon. Could bring a sprinkle up around Roxborough and South Hill around 2.30, 3 o'clock. Could be another one later in the evening, but most of us will stay dry, even though it'll be a gray day today. Right now it's 52 in Clinton, 51 in South Hill, looking at upper 40s in the Triangle, 50 degrees in Southern Pines. Temperatures are running about 10 to almost 20 degrees warmer than they were yesterday. And we'll continue that nice mild day today with highs in the mid 60s. I'll show you when we'll hit the 80s. Coming up, Brian. Elizabeth here on President's Day. It is a holiday for a lot of people, so I think that we'll probably see very light traffic volume this morning. Certainly off to a good start as we take a look at that camera. On 147, the Durham Freeway out at Briggs Avenue, very lightly traveled. All of our sensors around the triangle are indicating very light traffic volume at this point and no crashes showing up anywhere. Elizabeth and I will be back with another live update in about 10 minutes. And we are following that breaking news from the WREL Live Center. President Biden is in Ukraine this morning. This is his first trip since the war began almost a year ago. He is in Kyiv meeting with Volodymyr Zelensky and the First Lady. He was at the Presidential Palace in Kyiv earlier this morning. Uh, we are monitoring uh, CNN for pictures. Here is a picture of them uh, meeting at the Presidential Palace. The president will eventually head to Poland, which is where we thought the only stop was overseas. He was supposed to arrive there tomorrow morning, but this is a surprise visit. 
White House officials had even been adamant that Poland would only would be Biden's only stop. But clearly he had other plans. He is in Ukraine this morning. A statement from Biden reads today. I am meeting with President Zelensky and his team for an extended discussion on our support for Ukraine. I will announce another delivery of critical equipment, including anti-armor systems. He announced $500 million of assistance. He says he does look forward to traveling to Poland. Friday marks one year since the war with Russia began. Michelle, thanks. This morning, getting to school will be a bigger challenge than usual for families in Chapel Hill. More than half of the school system's transportation staff will be out of work for the next few days after a COVID outbreak. WRL's Laura Levine is live in Chapel Hill to tell us about the bus routes that are canceled this morning. Laura. Renee, right now we are standing right outside the transportation office where we do see some drivers beginning to start their day, but it is going to be a very challenging day here. Chapel Hill Carborough City Schools has more than half its bus drivers out of work for the next three days, and several students will not be making it to school on time because of this. District leaders say 25 out of 42 drivers have either tested positive for COVID-19 or are feeling sick. Take a look at your screen there. The following 21 bus runs will be uncovered today, tomorrow, and Wednesday mornings. Parents are asked to make travel arrangements or to call the transportation office starting at 6.30 this morning to arrange a bus ride, but that's going to be after 9 a.m. The plan is to first cover all elementary schools and then move to middle and high schools. This means middle and high school students may be delayed. District leaders are contacting staff members with CDLs to support them throughout the rest of the week, but they're also reaching out to neighboring school districts that may be out of school because of the holiday, as well well as reaching out to Chapel Hill Transit for that assistance. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Chapel Hill. A Raleigh man is due in a Wake County courtroom today on charges of sex crimes involving a seven-year-old child. 61-year-old Kenneth Newcomer is held under a $1 million bond right now. Court documents show the offense happened August of 2007. We've learned Newcomer is the husband of a former longtime director of children's ministry at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church on Creedmoor Road. The senior pastor at the church, Richard Garris, tells us the church is heartbroken but supports the victim. Police in Selma are searching for a suspect after shooting injured at least one person. The shooting happened near the Quality Inn and La Quinta Hotels near I-95 around 8 p.m. Shell casings were scattered across the shoulder of the road. The hotels were taped off in a crime scene that covered a large area. Today, students at Michigan State University returned to class one week after that mass shooting that left three students dead and five others injured. Four remain in critical condition. Members of the student newspaper argue the school should give the student body more time to heal. Student leaders say they don't want the victims of the shooting to be forgotten. Frankly, students are scared. Scared but absolutely ready to do what they can to make changes. Students have organized several protests <clears throat> at the Capitol and beyond. Michigan State will not resume classes in the building where the shooting happened. Starting today, weapons detection systems will be in place at entrances to Duke hospitals. Officials say they're designed to detect guns, knives, and other weapons. People who don't surrender their weapons won't be allowed inside. Duke Health says they want their staff to feel safe. In a nationwide survey last year, nearly half of nurses reported an increase in workplace violence. New this morning, Japan says North Korea launched two ballistic missiles in its direction. Japan's defense ministry says it is still analyzing the data, but it believes those missiles fell in the water just outside Japan's exclusive economic zone. 
Japan says the first missile flew about 250 miles off North Korea's west coast. The second flew about 220 miles. Today, one of the oldest houses in Cary is moving to its new home. After 150 years on the same corner, the Ivy Ellington House is moving downtown. The house was moved to the edge of South Academy Street on Friday. It was there for the weekend. Before now, it'll make its move to a final stop today. The street will be closed beginning at 7 a.m., so coming up here in just a little bit for that move. And for a look at the history of this house and what will be built in its place, you can go to WRL.com. A downtown Raleigh street is closed during the overnight hours for the next few days. Raleigh Transportation created this map, and the close portion we're talking about is that little red line, East Target Street from Fayetteville to Wilmington Streets. That stretch will close between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. for the next few nights while crews set up a crane. The sidewalk will stay open. The work should be done by Thursday morning. Jimmy Carter is at home with his family this morning receiving hospice care. Carter's family says he's spending his final days at home after a series of short hospital stays. The 98-year-old Carter is the longest-living ex-president in the nation's history. After he left the Oval Office in 1981, he returned to his small hometown of Plains, Georgia, where he taught Sunday school. The U.S. is promising $100 million in disaster relief for Syria and Turkey. Secretary of State Antony Blinken made the pledge as part of his visit to Turkey. New video shows him with the country's foreign minister this morning. Blinken is also set for a one-on-one -on -one with the president. The U.S. aid comes after that earthquake two weeks ago that killed at least 46,000 people. Half the money will go toward emergency response, and the rest is for humanitarian assistance. Turkey's Disaster Management Authority says it is ending most search and rescue operations for earthquake survivors. Rescue crews have been pulling survivors from the rubble for many days after the earthquake, including the woman in this video. She was found alive Saturday after being trapped for more than 12 days. Her husband and their 12-year-old child were also found alive in the rubble, but the child later died. Also, Renee, the Turkish community in the Triangle is working to help victims of the devastating earthquake. The American Turkish Association raised money through a community yard sale and bake sale in Kerry yesterday. The group established an emergency committee very quickly after the first report of the quake two weeks ago. We want to uh, collect as much uh, money we can so that we can do something good for them. They will need everything. They will need every single thing at this moment. And drop by drop, we will do whatever we can. Organizers say all the money they raise goes to vetted Turkish non-governmental organizations. It is 6.09, a new call for accountability more than two weeks after a toxic train derailment in Ohio. The problems that persist for people who are exposed to chemicals. And if you missed the action at the NH NHL Stadium Series game over the weekend, you do have one more chance to watch hockey played outdoors at Carter-Finley. Coming up at 6.30, the free games being played today. It's going to be a little bit cloudy today. It could be a sprinkle mainly up near the Virginia line, but a pretty quiet President's Day. From here, we see our temperatures skyrocketing toward the end of the week. I'll show you how high above normal that 85 is on Thursday. Coming up.
612 on a quiet morning. We take a live look at Goldsboro. It won't be long until we start to see that sun lighting up the sky, but it is cloudy like it was yesterday, and those clouds will stick around into the day tomorrow. And even though it'll be gray today, we're not looking at rain unless you're up right around the Virginia line. We'll walk through the timeline for some showers in the north coming up. It's 50 in Southern Pines, 51 in Tarboro, 47 in Irwin, 52 degrees right now in Goldsboro. Temperatures are much warmer than they were this time yesterday, so we've started that warm up. If you're going to be out exercising this morning, expect upper 40s to low 50s. That's pretty good, uh, pretty good temperatures for getting out and about. Uh, the warmest temperature mid-afternoon, and if you're exercising this evening, temperatures are still close to 60. I'll show you when temperatures jump well above records coming up. 613 right now as we take a look at traffic, starting off with that live camera at Capitol Boulevard at 440 in Raleigh. And right now, both directions of Capitol Boulevard are looking just fine. 440 also looking pretty good. Just check with Raleigh 911, not getting any reports of any crashes or other incidents anywhere in Wake County. And as we take a look at those major approaches into Durham right now, no trouble on 40 westbound from Wade Avenue out to 885. And it's also looking clear as you head in from Hillsborough on 85 northbound. Jeff. All right, thanks for that, Brian. Small businesses in Raleigh can apply for their share of more than $3 million in grant funding beginning today. The application program for the second round of Oak City Biz Labs funding runs from today through March 12th. Eligible small businesses can get up to $30,000 in funds for collateral enhancements, debt repayments, equipment purchases, and much more. Durham city leaders are meeting today to talk with state lawmakers about their priorities in the legislative session. City Council is holding a special meeting today with Durham's delegation in the General Assembly. Council will give the state lawmakers the city's agenda for the 2023 legislative long session. That meeting is happening at 9 this morning. Today marks 20 years since one of the deadliest nightclub fires in American history. The station nightclub in West Warwick, Rhode Island burned on this day in 2003. 100 people died. 200 others were hurt. That fire sparked when pyrotechnics from a concert by the band Great White ignited packing foam that was used as soundproofing in the walls and ceiling. Yesterday, the West Warwick community gathered for a service to remember the victims. For survivors, today marks an emotional milestone. I remember thinking, how would I ever live through this? How, how am I going to live? My fiance and I were there that night. He didn't make it. I did, so I have to honor them. Three people were charged after the fire. The two brothers who owned the nightclub and the band's tour manager who set off the fireworks. The death of a well-known bishop is being investigated as a murder this morning. Investigators say Auxiliary Bishop David O'Connell was found shot to death at his California home on Saturday. O'Connell worked with the Archdiocese of Los Angeles for more than four decades. Leaders, including the mayor of L.A., shared condolences on social media. Police have not said who killed O'Connell or released a motive. Norfolk Southern is facing a new call for accountability more than two weeks after that toxic train derailment in Ohio. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg sent a letter to the company's CEO over the weekend. He urged the railroad to respond faster to community members worried about getting sick from the chemicals released after the train derailed. Buttigieg also accused Norfolk Southern of working to undermine safety regulations. A health clinic for people who say they've been affected by the chemicals will open tomorrow. Police in Philadelphia are working to figure out who placed a pipe bomb behind a Catholic church. Police say the 18-inch pipe bomb was found by someone passing by that church yesterday morning. The bomb squad was able to safely remove it and take it back to police headquarters for examination. 
It could be a month before U.S. Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania is back on the job. An aide for Fetterman says his treatment for clinical depression could last anywhere from weeks to up to two months. Fetterman was admitted to Walter Reed Medical Center outside of Washington, D.C. last week. He has a prior history of depression. And doctors say those who have suffered a stroke like Fetterman can also develop depression afterwards. Governor Roy Cooper will honor Black History Month today at the executive mansion. He will honor the state's black judges and lawyers at an event this afternoon. It's scheduled to happen at 4 o'clock today. And but if they chose, they could have that outside. A couple of spotty showers out there, though. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. Temperatures will be right, though. Yeah, temperatures climbing into the mid-60s. It's going to be a nice one this afternoon. We take a live look at Goldsboro, Durham, Apex, Chapel Hill. As the sun comes up, we're going to see a lot of cloud cover. You know, it was a pretty gray day for us yesterday. We'll see that again tomorrow. But the clouds should begin to break up. And then, boy, our temperatures are just going to skyrocket. Here's what's happening today. You can see the showers starting to build across parts of Tennessee and Kentucky. That's kind of swing just to our north. So I uh, see folks around Roxborough or Oxford all the way up into Clarksville and South Hill could end up seeing this shower activity, but it's likely to be early afternoon and it should uh, swing on by without a lot of us seeing it. And here's a look at Futurecast and we'll pause it here at uh, around nine o'clock and you can see we're just cloudy at lunchtime is cloudy, but then here comes that band of rain. It swings through early afternoon. We'll pause it there at two o'clock and you can see it just kind of sweeps on by. There may be another one that uh, ends up being just to our north again uh, a little later on in the evening. Here's a look at future cast. We'll take another look at that. You can see that rain again that's developing right now back across Kentucky and Tennessee. Just kind of swings into the mountains and fizzles out a little bit. It's not going to be a big rainmaker for us. We do have another front that comes through tomorrow. There could be a tiny quick sprinkle with that tomorrow, but it's going to be a mainly dry front and then that front will slide eastward. And then here's where the real warmth kicks in. We're going to start to feel that Wednesday. A warm front moves across our area and switches our wind to southerly and it's going to be a strong southerly wind that comes through. It's going to bump our temperatures higher than we've seen since last November. Thursday we can see the first 80 degree day of the year and then after that we're going to see this front bringing the temperatures back down for us for Saturday. So roller coaster ride and of course that's just normal for this time of year. Our winds will pick up with tomorrow's front. We're going to see steady winds out of the southwest tomorrow at about 10 to 15 gusting to around 30. That's going to increase our fire danger for tomorrow. That just means you want to put off any outdoor burning tomorrow. It will be a mostly dry week and especially with the wind on Tuesday and the dry conditions. Again, we'll have that high fire danger Thursday. It's going to be an incredibly warm day. We're going to jump to 85 degrees. I'll show you how much above normal that is, of course, and how far above even the record high that is for this time of year. After that, temperatures come back down on Saturday. A front brings us a few showers and temperatures will be in the 50s, but not for long. We jump back to the 70s again on Sunday, Brian. It is 619 right now. Let's head out to I-885 at Cheek Road. This is out by the west or the East End Connector area up toward I-885 in Durham. And you see everything moving along pretty well out there. Traffic getting a little busier, but still not measuring any delays on that northbound or southbound side of 885. It's a smooth ride this morning between I-40 and I-85. And if you take 147 on into downtown Durham, you're also looking good all the way out toward 85 between Durham and Hillsborough. Seeing just a little bit of a slowdown starting to form now on 40 westbound right around the Clayton Bypass. But overall, that ride coming in from Johnston County looks pretty good on I-40. Brian, thanks. Check your Valentine's Day candy, a recall from a major retailer because of the risk of an allergic reaction.
Plus, one of the oldest houses in Cary is on the move. Road closures today as this home heads to a new location. All this week, NBC News is bringing you reports from Ukraine and Russia as we approach the first anniversary of the war. Coming up this morning on Today, a look back at the impact it has had on the children of Ukraine. And here are your winning lottery numbers on your screen right now. What's Trending Report, sponsored by Rug & Home. Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending. Award season continues, and here are some of the winners that uh, came in over the weekend. All Quiet on the Western Front won big at the BAFTA Film Awards, which is England's biggest night in film. The movie led the way with seven awards, including Best Film and Best Director. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once was the big winner at the Directors Guild of America Awards. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, known collectively as The Daniels, took the top honors. The DGA winner has gone on to win the Best Director Oscar 67 times in the last 75 years. Oh, so good chance there for that. <laughs> uh, and also, the Western Front, all quiet. Uh, that's a BAFTA record. I was checking on that for those seven gongs that it got. A BAFTA record for uh, a, a movie that's made in and not English speaking. So it's pretty cool. Very impressive. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, listen up. If you think your pet has what it takes to be <laughs> a bunny mascot, the people at Cadbury are calling all rescue pets to compete in the Spokes Bunny tryouts. Doesn't matter, matter what type of animal you have, as long as that it's a rescue and it's eligible. The winner gets an appearance in a commercial and $5,000 along with 5,000 more to donate to a shelter. The submissions end Thursday and then the public votes on their favorite wannabe bunny. <laughs> so last year was an English doodle that was a therapy dog in Ohio. The year before that was a tiny tree frog. So Cadbury doesn't <laughs> discriminate on as part of what type of pet. But this year, the fact that it has to be a rescue, that is new. So put your bunny ears on and submit that photo. <laughs> Any bunny who's a rescue can do it. Brian, thank you. If you got your Valentine's Day candy at Target, check the labels. Chocolate-covered caramels from the brand Favorite Day contain undeclared tree nuts, and that could be life-threatening to people with tree nut allergies. So if you bought this, you can call Target to get a full refund. NASCAR season is off to a fast start. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. came up victorious in the longest Daytona 500 race in history yesterday. It was extended by 12 laps, which is 30 miles because of late crashes. You see one here pushed the race into overtime. It is the first time Stenhouse has won in almost 200 races, 199 races, the fourth longest stretch between wins for a driver in NASCAR history. Several buses here in Chapel Hill will not be running today as 25 bus drivers are out with COVID this week. We are live in Chapel Hill with how the district is working to get students to school. And a popular road in Cary going to be shut down today as the city moves a historic landmark. We'll tell you when and where those closings are happening. And after a cool weekend, are you ready for more record heat? We can see the hottest day so far this year later in the week. I'll show you coming up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.